4: Ty's got good hair.
3: We all kind of talked about, hey, what about Bobby Petrino? But no, I don't think any amongst us really believed Bobby Petrino was going to be sitting at that microphone yesterday, Big C, yeah, talking about the job, being on this staff. I, 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 I'm just, i just, I, that was just yesterday watching Sam Pittman and watching Bobby Petrino, and we'll get into thoughts about that. We want to hear everyone else's thoughts on the McLarty Daniel Hotline. I just I was blown away, but think about where we were seven days ago. How low and hopeless we were. And now think about the mindset and the mood. Yeah. And Bobby freaking Petrino is your offensive coordinator. And you beat Duke this week. <laughs> it's been a wild week, my friends, here in Arkansas. Yeah, that Duke
5: win definitely helped. But it's, yeah, am- yeah. it's amazing how one person, one hire, and I don't think you could have gone... Any other route to make the fan base feel better after that abysmal season, Bobby Petrino, I feel like, is the only person they could have hired that would just kind of not make make you pretty much forget about last season and look more forward. I mean, it was just a move that you
3: absolutely had to make. It was a dose of hope that this fan base desperately needed, and let's be honest, this program desperately needed. They knew. They knew they were rolling out an NIL program and a new platform that requires, for their success, 10,000 of us, you, me, Big C, and everyone listening, and many more, 10,000 Razorback fans that live here in Arkansas to be willing to dedicate 50 to to $100 a month to the NIL program. If you've read the email, that's the backbone of it. This is crowdsourcing. This is crowdfunding. You need a hopeful fan base. You have one back now. I, I think, in large part, I was sitting with some guys last night, Big C, that you know are season ticket holders in football. Have a um, what I'd call an upgraded tailgate area. They they spend some money and go in with some other folks, and these are these are guys that not necessarily have ten thousand dollars a year tied up in their tickets, but. You know, got six, seven, eight, ten thousand dollars tied up in the experience of Razorback football. Does that make sense? You know, by the time they yes. pay for the tailgate spot, and there's some premium tailgate opportunities near the stadium, buy the tickets, give the donation. You know, they're in for ten G a year just just to go to home football games, more or less. And they were out. They were hard out when they left the stadium last week. Not a one of them's giving up their yep. tickets, and and everyone that. I've talked to at least in the aftermath here in the in the afterglow, if you will, of Bobby Vetrino's hiring, is gonna probably sign up with Arkansas Edge and put that fifty bucks in. I tell you what, I I wouldn't have done it till yeah till we got this news and now I'm probably putting putting my credit card in there to to get on board. All right, that's where we begin on a football Friday. It's uh Tommy and Big C here in hour one. Glad you're here. Ties out today. Probably another wedding or a gender reveal or something. He's 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 off today and He's had a crowded big week as well. I mean, it's, it's been it's been a madhouse around here, so he's off. Chuck's out for part most of the show today. Uh, he's traveling and got some some things going on, but he's going to be with us for a little bit in the 7 a.m. hour. And then Clay Henry, who wasn't with us on Wednesday, is going to jump in in the last hour here on a Friday. So that's what things look like here. Plenty of time for your calls and your reactions. You can call or text me and Big C this morning, 877-377-6963. As we get ready... Talk about football Friday. We have no basketball this weekend for the Razorbacks. I think that's probably a good thing because we can all sit back and watch college football, I think, at what should be its absolute best. This is the equivalent to me, Big C, of like an Elite Eight weekend, Sweet 16 weekend. I mean, these aren't the most paramount games, but listen... The losers in large part <laughs> are probably out. And we'll look at some of these college football games uh, and we'll make our Fitzman Friday picks coming up in about an hour 45. But um, I love this weekend of college football. It's not my favorite weekend of the year, but it is a awesome, you know, yeah. well, I guess day and a half because you got football tonight. Yeah, when Arkansas doesn't have a great
5: season, it kind of makes me tune out a little bit but you know hiring Bobby Petrino now I've got more hope as you say for next year and I'm just I'm going to enjoy these games and you know there's some great games It's, it's hard if you're a college football fan at all it's going to be hard not to watch some of these games
3: yeah so i'm looking for that and it uh, i guess begins with pac-12 action tonight we'll look through some of those as well we mentioned the hogs are off in basketball uh, we'll have your hog update coming up you got volleyball in the postseason on campus tonight that's a rarity and something i think they'll have a good crowd because nothing else is going on fayetteville high school is playing bentonville high school in the state championship game that's another thing happening this weekend i wonder if drake lindsey now is back on the radar for the razorbacks that's another yeah. topic we'll maybe broach this morning they got we got some really good state championship games coming up this weekend they, they eight man final last night it went to overtime and i watched the tail end of that game rector Beats Spring Hill, I believe it was ten to. Or beat, beats them to end a 10, 10 and zero season, and uh, won that game in did overtime, twenty two to sixteen. Last year, I hear like it was raining. Real oh bad. yeah, it was like eight rain. turnovers. They had like. Eight I don't. Turnovers. I'm gonna be honest. And they I didn't, still won I didn't, the game. I didn't watch it quite that close, but Spring Hill uh, Rector did beat Spring Hill in overtime, twenty two to sixteen. I watched. Uh, about half the fourth quarter and and all the overtime and uh, that eight man football I, I I was just drawn in because of this eight man thing and it's you know that field's not set up for it. they had cones down the side but uh, congratulations hey, a lot of small schools would have just given up and not been able to play football at all but eight man football has kept some of the uh, smaller schools in business so we'll look at that Greenwood plays Little Rock Christian this weekend and uh, for uh, others I mean you think about uh, in all three games. Uh, Northwest Arkansas is represented. Bentonville, Fayetteville, obviously in the 7A. you got Greenwood and the River Valley represented in the 6A and Little Rock Christian. And then Shiloh Christian takes on Little Rock Parkview in the 5A final this weekend. So that's where we began here on a football Friday. What do you think? Did you listen to Bobby Petrino, Sam Pittman yesterday? If you didn't, you can go to hitthatline.com. Later on after the show today, listen to their entire press conference from yesterday. Led the show off talking about, hey, what a difference a week can make. Uh, I mean, just imagine it. I mean, we we can imagine it from our perspective. You know, we can sit here in these chairs and talk, and we can have conversations in Sunday school. Uh, We can have conversations at the barber shop or on a bar stool, whatever. About man, can you believe this with Bobby Petrino? Can you believe all you know? Yeah, and that's the conversations that's going on now. Put yourself in Bobby Petrino's shoes. You think he actually thought a week? Because you know they they referenced yesterday that you know this has been going on about ten days. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know that I buy all of that. I think this mm-hmm. happened a lot more this week and maybe over the weekend following the Missouri game. But n- neither here nor there. That's not central to the matter. We talk about what a of difference a week can make. Bobby Petrino kind of touched on this yesterday about the the first interactions and. That he's always dreamed about coming back to Arkansas. Here's what he had to say. Well, like
6: I said, I thought about it and dreamed about it. I didn't know if it would ever happen. I can't tell you how excited I am to be back here. It's it's going to be a lot of fun and truly do love Arkansas, the university and the state and the people. You know, I think it's the most special place I've ever
3: been. I, You know, I don't know if he really dreamed about coming back to Arkansas. He probably thought that was off the table. I believe everything he said in that second half. I think... I think he regretted the way things ended, not just because professionally it derailed his career for a while, not because it financially was a major hit for him, and it was an embarrassing moment for the school and for him. But, hey, you talk to these coaches and their wives and their families and the staff that come with them, they love northwest Arkansas. They love having a second home on Beaver Lake nearby. They can afford it, and they get them. They have them. You know, he had one. Uh, the lifestyle here, the pace of life. We think traffic's bad here, and it can be at times on 49 trying to get off at MLK on a on a on, a, on a any day of the week at you know at, at a quarter after five. But you know, you know, it's not as bad as other places in, in some ways. It's a great college town to be in. So I, I do think uh, Big C he, he means what he says there about coming back yeah. here and the people of Arkansas and the the state of Arkansas. Um, it was good to him till it till it wasn't. But um, you know this is a good place to live, and I think he knows that as well. You know he's a
5: good face for our program just because of all the winning and success. And he, well, and he's it, not
3: going to be the face of the program though. Well, one of the faces. Okay,
5: Pittman. Yeah, he's still the top dog for sure. But you know, it just seeing him in Razorback gear the other night at Bud Walton Arena just brought back good memories. I mean, he appreciates. He appreciates Arkansas, and that that's an, that's important when you're hiring a coach, especially to come here, that they understand the culture and that they want to be here. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Went on to have a few other uh, thoughts. We're going to get through a lot of those this morning. Again, if you missed the full press conference or you want to hear the whole thing, um, you can go to hitthatline.com. Coach Pittman's full presser is there. Bobby Petrino's is as well. Uh, more on the offense yesterday and, and kind of some of the things. Uh, Big C, we've got... Plenty more. Pick one more out there uh, for us to hear from Petrino. What, what else stood out to you yesterday? Well, you've got the board in front of you. I he can't he talked
5: it. about the the Clemson sign-stealing thing. That was pretty interesting.
6: Yeah. You hear that? Yeah. Let's go. But I do know when you when you went and played Clemson that they were going to have your signals. You guys on the
3: sidelines standing
6: there with the sheet of paper with your signals on it. And that was tough.
3: Yeah. I mean, he, he also talked about in that context the... We ought, we ought to get the the uh, earpiece for the quarterbacks like they have in yeah. the NFL. That, that's long overdue. This is stupid, you know. And and he he referenced hey the NCAA. Um, you know, everybody gets a vote, but you know we need to we need to allow conferences or allow Power Five schools. Or, you know, I mean, I just don't. I can't imagine it's that if baseball can do it across the board more or less, I would imagine football could figure out a way to do it. But hey, if someone's going to try to steal steal your signs, they'll try to steal your audio. But we'll get more into Petrino uh, his thoughts from yesterday, and uh, I want to hear from you as well out there 877-377-6963. three seven seven six nine six three. Let's open up the McClarty Daniel hotline. Don is in Greenwood. Don, happy football Friday!
2: It's a happy day for me because I used to go by Petrino fan on when I called y'all. <laughs> I, remember uh, I remember that. I remember I'm, that. I'm serious. I, I love him. I, I don't. I don't watch coaches. For personal life. We all have our own personal issues. They live under a spotlight. We don't. Now, I like it I like the fact that he came back to the quarterback club and talked and looked for a little redemption, had his hat in his hand. I think that was a a little bit of an, nice, I'm sorry, Arkansas. It was embarrassing. Yeah. I think he's working his that way was, back and up. Don,
3: and, Don, that was an easy place to do that. That was a Razorback-friendly, absolutely. Petrino-friendly room. I mean, he gets some credit, but let's not give him as much credit as he gets for that. But he, uh, no, he had no. the humility to say those words.
2: Yes, exactly. But the thing I like the most about it is... We have to compete now with the NIL. We have we have to. The NIL has changed the game. The, uh, we have to bring money in. And if there's no excitement, no money's coming in.
3: And Walmart or Davey no or whoever you want No hope means use, no money. No hope means no money. Exactly. That's where we were about and, you know 4 days ago. Exactly, and,
2: and it's not all big money. Everybody wants to say, oh, it's J.B. Hunt or, or Walmart or no, whatever. No, it's, it's you. Not. It's me. It's Jim, Bob. It's me. Yeah. It's you. You're right, it's, Don. It's the it's $25 a week. Now, here, I'm going to end this call with this, and I'm sorry, but I like a good redemption story. If And I like Sam. Don't misunderstand that if Sam goes away, we don't have to look far for our next coach. Eh, maybe. That's,
7: maybe. That's, I,
2: I, I, people love redemption, and would that not be awesome? I mean, well, I hope that it doesn't happen. Don't misunderstand. Okay, It'd be awesome Sam. because it means they
3: won, Don. be awesome exactly. because it means they were successful. Yes. I mean, I, I, let,
2: let's put Sam. Bring, make Sam our coach for the next 10 years and get a national championship. I don't care. Have Bobby as, a, as an hey, assistant. You know, hey,
3: that's fine. Uh, let's make Sam a hero in the next three or four years and let yeah. him retire so that he can go to the lake and then when he's done it, you know, and everybody can pat him on the back and say, hey, man, I saw Coach out there at the lake, and hey, he can run into Sam's Pizza or he can go to Oak Lawn or he can go to anywhere he wants to go and hold court and everybody loves seeing Coach coming. That's what I hope can for I Sam Pittman. Thing? Yeah, go ahead.
2: Can I say one thing before you get off? Uh, let's go to Sam for a second. Do you realize how big a man it takes to go? There was never Arkansas was never has not been uh, um, relevant until Bobby Petrino was here. It's not been relevant since Bobby Petrino was here. That's his quote. Okay, he said that. Sam said that. He said when he came into Arkansas, he said that Bobby that Arkansas had not been relevant since Bobby Petrino was oh, that, here. No, that's that fine. is when he that's first came in. Yeah, that, that's an okay. Do so you know how? Big a man Sam is to have to go and hire, have to go and try to get Bobby Petrino to come underneath him.
3: That yeah. took a lot of humility. Don, thanks for the call. We're uh, we're up against it, but no, that's exactly right. There was a lot of swallowing of
1: pride to do that, but sometimes desperate times call for those desperate measures. Celebrate the magic of Christmas at the Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in the historic Venetian Dining Room this Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. From 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., your Christmas dinner includes a salad bar, carving station, hot buffet items, and desserts featuring traditional and unique items. Over 12, dine for $58 per person, under 12 for $29, and under 6, eat free. Reservations required must have a credit card to hold reservation. Call 501-623-7771 or or log on at arlingtonhotel.com slash dining for reservations and complete menu items. Call or text the McClarty
0: Daniel hotline at 877-377-6963. McLarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. When you're looking for a new car, you want to shop for a vehicle you love with an organization you trust. You've probably heard that McCarty Daniel means making deals, but what I'm inspired by the most is that McCarty Daniel means making a difference in our community. When you buy a vehicle with McCarty Daniel, you reinvest right here in the community, in our schools, in our little leagues, in our food banks, and our people. So you're not just making a purchase, you're making a difference too. Come see us at any of our six locations in Northwest Arkansas.
8: your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. You're listening to
0: the Bud Light Morning Rush podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics.
3: Alright, your Morning Rush daily question. Which game are you most excited to watch? Oregon and Washington? That's coming up tonight. That's the uh, the Pac-12 championship game. 7 o'clock, that's on ABC. Or tomorrow... When you get the SEC championship in Bama and Georgia, both have an extreme amount of impact on the college football playoff. That's our Morning Rush daily question. Chuck Barrett is with us. He's uh, normally with us in full force on a Friday, but uh, join us for a little bit here in the 7 o'clock hour. Chuck, good morning. Um, Is there any of these these college championship games, maybe outside of the SEC, that's appointment TV for you this weekend?
4: Oh, I don't know about appointment TV, but I'll pay attention to all of them um i think there'll be some good games i mean there'll be some games that'll you know there's always a good championship game out there i know a lot of people are talking about oregon and washington which i guess is tonight right um that'll probably be an entertaining game um i think louisville's got a shot to beat florida state in the acc championship game and kind of throw a wrench into all this but um not for me pretty much Alabama and Georgia is the game of the day yeah
3: here's the interesting thing about tonight's game with if you pay attention to to, to wagering lines the bet Saracen app has Oregon uh, as a 10 point favorite now Oregon's 11 one Washington's 12 and zero. we know how that regular season game went Oregon's ranked fifth Washington ranked third but yet it's Oregon that's laying the points
4: well I think Oregon's playing well right now I got to be honest with you I don't watch them as closely as I do some. But I know that they've really been putting points on the board lately. And those who watch it closely, um, you know, talk about how they're so proficient offensively right now. And, you know, Washington didn't play all that great against Washington State. and It kind of turned into a little bit more of a ball game than I think people thought it might be. So um, that's a lot of points, though. Over a team, it's 12-0. and yeah. But, um That's, you know, Pac-12 football lends itself, I think, to you know, a 10 or 14 point game in the Pac-12 is kind of like a, you know, four or seven point game in the SEC with, you know, the way they get up and down the field. So I'm not terribly surprised by that.
3: All right. Georgia's favored by five. The other interesting thing, I guess every Bama fan, and if you're a, a root for the conference guy, everyone's rooting for Oklahoma State. Uh, Texas is favored by 15 and a half. I, I mean I think the, the thinking is if Texas gets beat by Oklahoma State that certainly opens the path of Alabama wins for for maybe them to get into the uh to the group of four and that 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 uh the one of those top four seeds so uh that, that that's an interesting angle I've got on on watching this weekend as well it's
4: possible you know Oklahoma State they, I mean they hard to know i mean they went nine and three after being two and two and losing to south alabama that's a lot of points um you know i think oklahoma state's got a shot in that game um i don't think they're you know week in and week out um i don't know that they've been as good as texas but you know when you're nine and three and you started out two and two you're you know you've won a lot of games and and you're in the habit of winning now so i wouldn't be surprised to see oklahoma state you know, give them a run for their money. But I still think Texas probably wins a game.
3: In both ends of the extreme in the championship games, or at least the power fives, Michigan's favored by 22 over Iowa, and Florida State's favored by one and a half over Louisville. So do without what you want those may be the most and least interesting championship games if they play up to the lines that the uh, the odds makers have said all right that's your morning rush daily question it's brought to you by red river dodge in heber springs arkansas's number one ram dealer log on at redriverdodge.com dodge.com chuck's with us uh, here on the phone for a for a little bit this morning chuck you picked a bad day to take the day off man i mean ty's gone too
4: I know. I don't know where Ty is. Hell yeah. I think he went to Nashville. um, Probably a gender reveal
3: or a wedding shower. I don't know.
4: Yeah, I had to switch it around this week. Had to go Wednesday instead of Friday. Yeah.
3: So, um, obviously, we were talking earlier, and I want to get into the news of, of the day that everyone's reacting to, and that's Bobby Petrino's press conference and Sam Pittman, you know, kind of sharing some insight on why he hired Bobby Petrino. But we were just talking about. What a difference a week can make. You know, where we all were, you know, a week ago on that, you know, that, in those hours following the Missouri game, what the the hope level was with the fan base to how things turned around. You think about a week with Bobby Petrino being hired, uh, the, the, you know, the, where that story started and then ultimately we got to and his introduction to Duke coming to town and Arkansas beating Duke and they stormed the court. I mean, it's not the wildest week we've ever had, but it—you know—it's one we'll remember for a long time. Everything that's occurred over the last six or seven days.
4: Well, I mean, sports takes you on a roller coaster ride. I mean, that's that's why we love it. It's why we're addicted to it. Um, because when it's good, it's really good, and uh, when it's bad, it's really bad. Um, now, I'm going to be honest with you. I think the reactions on both extreme, uh, both extremes, maybe have been a little much, <laughs> but that's how it works. Yeah. I mean, that's how we do it. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, I made this comment earlier in the week. I mean, I, I don't know that I'd heard our fan base collectively as down as they were in the aftermath of, uh, the Missouri game. I think people felt hopeless. Um, I don't know that that was entirely justified, but I know that's how they felt. Yeah. And, um, they feel differently today. A- and, um, you know, certainly. I mean, to say things have changed in a week's an understatement. But here's the thing: um, we need to win the in season, not just the off season. Um, and so, I'm going to be interested to see how this translates into wins, uh, because you know we've um, we put ourselves in a better position, I think, than we were. By we, I mean just you know the Razorbacks fan base, everybody. Um, but I mean, you're going to have to, and the proof's in the pudding. You got to go win games. And um, I'm anxious to see how they do in that regard.
3: So, Bobby Petrino spent about 20 minutes in front of the media. Sam Pittman, you know, visited and took questions as well yesterday. What were your takeaways from, uh, let's start with Petrino? I mean, uh, you're, you're obviously very familiar with Arkansas's new offensive coordinator. Uh, uh, you, I, I thought one of the most interesting things, and I think we, we probably thought it would be this way. Uh, but we got a little insight to how it was at A and M, and it probably wasn't quite the way we thought it was. He had to he had to mold himself to all of A and M's terminology and their offense. He's going to have more of a blank canvas here at Arkansas to to run things the way he wants to do it.
4: Well, that's true. I mean, based on what he said, that's exactly right. I haven't heard uh, yeah, I haven't heard Jimbo say anything about it. To be honest with you, and I doubt we will. Um, I, I, I don't. Um, I don't know what to make of that, honestly. I, I, I mean, he's obviously going to be given the you know, the keys here. Um, you know, It sounds like Pittman's going to let him do what he wants to do, but um, i got to be honest with you. Bobby Petrino, as a head coach, wouldn't have let his coordinators just do whatever they wanted to do, and um, I don't think a good coach does. And I think that Sam Pittman's still going to be the head coach of this football team, and there are going to be times when um, you know, the head coach has got to be the head coach. Um, I think all that stuff from a football perspective will work itself out because I think Petrino respect, uh, you know, I think he respects the protocol, uh, the pecking order, so to speak. Um, I think he was respectful of it at A&M. I think the fact that he might not have liked everything that was going on, but didn't say anything kind of tells you that, um, You know, he does have some respect for the protocol. Um, I'm struck by how quickly he's become a rock star in Arkansas again. Um, From a rock star perspective, it's almost like he never left. And um, that's that's maybe been the most striking thing to me over the last three or four days.
3: Chuck Barrett, Tommy Kraft, Christian Johnston here on the Morning Rush of Football Friday. You know... In the conventional thinking in the past is man, this would be the third different offense these these guys have to learn over three years because you you would have went from Kendall Browse to Dan Enos now to Bobby Petrino. But Chuck, I don't know if that thought really holds as much water in the in the world of the portal uh, because guys are moving around having to learn new offenses or new defenses or whatever it is all the time now.
4: Well, you may be right. I mean, you may be right. I think I've always believed. I mean, good players can. I mean, they can be good in any system. And, um, I believe that about, you know, every, every good player out there, you, you tell him what system you want him to run and he's good. He'll be able to do it. And, um, so much of it's freewheeling now. You know, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot more improvising that goes on out there than maybe was the case, you know, 10, 15 years ago. I see quarterbacks doing things now that, might have gotten a benched you know, back in the old days. But, um, oh, I think that, um, you know, I think Petrino knows what he's doing. I think that, you know, they'll, um, I think they'll move the ball. I don't, I don't, I don't think having a new system is going to be that big a deal. Quite right. honestly, yeah.
3: You know, talking about coaches on the move, I mean, you know, a lot of people are on the move this time of year. Interest rates are coming down on mortgage rates and uh, Chuck, you need a pro when it comes to making a move and Weikert Realty is the one.
4: Well, they are the one. Uh, Weicker Realtors, a Griffin company, they've been my partner a couple of times uh, as a buyer and a seller. And I can tell you that every interaction that I've had with them, I've known I was dealing with a professional. And I think that's probably the thing that, like I know it is, that's the thing that separates them from all the others. Uh, because, you know, this is not going to be a side gig for them. Uh, this is something that they study each and every day. Um, you know, you need to understand what all the news in the morning that you hear about interest rates, and housing prices, and all that stuff. You need to know what all that means. And when you deal with someone from uh, Wyker Realtors, the Griffin company, that's exactly what you're going to get. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith. They're in Branson now. And you can always log on to wykergriffin.com. Sam
3: Pittman spoke with the media as well yesterday, kind of walked through you know, some of his reasoning and and why he hired Bobby Petrino. I mean, I think the quote that stood out yesterday is well, he's Bobby Petrino. I mean and um you know he showed the reverence that I think a lot of people and including fans and other coaches have for him. Uh, what were your takeaways from from the head coach yesterday and kind of how he walked us through the process of getting Bobby Petrino back on it or back at Arkansas and on his staff?
4: Well I think that, you know, this is a head coach that very clearly said that he wanted to do what was best for his football team, for the state, for the university. Um, and, you know, having the opportunity to, um, you know, bring back a prodigal son, if you want to use that term. I, I, I think that that's what, um, you know, I think that might've been part of it. I mean, I think he, in what he articulated yesterday, he wanted to do what was, what was best for our program. And, um, you know that's 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 the reason that he made the move that he made he wants to win football games that's the bottom line i don't i don't think he was necessarily looking for a wave of love from the fan base now i think it probably feels pretty good compared to what he was getting a week ago um but i don't think that i don't think that's why he did it um he wants to win games and i think that he wants to when the time comes i think he wants to uh, you know, to leave the place better than he found it, and he he's already done that. Just for the record, but um, the guy wants to win games. I mean, we can break it down any way we want, but at the end of the day, the guy wants to win football
3: games. And and I agree I agree with everything you're saying, but I think you know we all know he he has a, a desire to retire at Lake Hamilton and um, enjoy retirement years in Arkansas. And I think there's also somewhere in the back of his mind, or maybe in the front of his mind. Hey, I, I want to leave from a spot where, you know, when he walks into Sam's Pizza or he goes into Oakland or, you know, just pick another spot around the lake or around town that, you know, people are happy coaches there. they patting him on the back. Hey, hey, coach, let me get you a cold beer. I mean, where he can go in and hold court. Um, that's the kind of guy he is. And I think he wants to make sure he leaves under terms where none of that would be... Uh, set aside because uh, you know let's let's look at the the reality of the history of head coaches at arkansas most of them in fact nearly all of them uh when their days of coaching here were done they they end up going elsewhere to either coach or or to live for a while and some of them find their way back to northwest arkansas his plans are to stay here and i think he wants to make sure that's a a good transition for him and his family
4: well that might be uh, i mean that 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 could very well be it's just my I, opinion I, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what his thinking is in that regard. Now, you know, I will say this: that um, you know, there are a lot of people that suppose that you know he's ready to retire. He's ready to go. Um, here's the thing: I mean, Petrino's older than Pittman. I mean, we sometimes, I mean, and we do this in everything. I, I mean, when we think about how great things used to be, I mean, that person's kind of frozen in time um you know Petrino's older than Pittman he's he's um he may be looking you know he may be looking to hang it up here in a little while too I mean who knows I don't, yeah. I, don't I don't I don't know what his thinking is there um you may be right about the Pittman part uh, uh, you know as mm. far as wanting to just my theory you know, make sure <laughs> he's got a good life in this state but uh, let's just be blunt here guys I mean if they go four and eight again this year or next year, none of these guys are going to be the most popular cat in town. Mm, no. And um, none of them are probably going to be employed by the University of Arkansas next year. So um, it's great to win the off season. It's great to have shots in the arm. And I do believe that our football program just got a shot in the arm. Um but um, I want Sam Pittman to do well, and I want to be clear on this. And I, I'm just, I'm just, just going to go ahead and say it. Um, I'm for Sam Pittman. That's who I'm for. Now, if Sam Pittman has success with Bobby Petrino as his offensive coordinator, that's great. But I'm for Sam Pittman, um, and I know, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that, um, with the exception of Houston Nutt. We've not had a head coach here that loves Arkansas more than Sam Pittman. We've not had a head coach here that cares about you as a fan more than Sam Pittman. I've worked with all of them. I know. And um, I'm for him. I want him to do well. And if he feels like this is what's best for him and for Jamie, then I'm for it. Um, But that's where my interest is. I want us to win games. And I'm glad Bobby Petrino's back. I had a good time back then as well. But I'm for Sam Pittman, first and um, last and always. And if this works out to his benefit, I'm 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 great with it. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of how I view all this.
3: So what's job one next week with the transfer portal opening? Is it finding and securing? you know, a future at the quarterback position and, and figuring that out and seeing what KJ ultimately wants to do, which the belief is he's going to enter the portal and go elsewhere, or is it fixing the offensive line? I know you can say, well, it's all of it, but what's job one now that you got some clarity on the direction of your offense?
4: Well, I think if you're the head coach, your first priority better be that offensive line. Um, for the offensive coordinator, it might be the quarterback. Uh, but if you're the head coach, you better be the offensive line, anyone that's watched this team play. Um, look, I mean, you could have dialed up any play you wanted. It could have been fourth and one, and you could have called that pass to Joe Adams, just like he did before. But if you can't block it up, that play doesn't work. Never ball, the ball never even leaves the hand. And what I saw in the Missouri game, didn't have anything to do with play calling. What I saw in the Missouri game was as soon as the ball was snapped, the quarterback was almost literally having to turn his back to the line of scrimmage and run for his life. And um, so my sense is that um, you better take care of what's going on up front because that's what's going to determine your fate. Yeah.
3: Did you watch your Cowboys last night? They, uh, they found a way in the end. Dak had three touchdowns, but uh, – It's kind of a bumpy ride to a 41-35 win.
4: I didn't see much of it. I'll be honest. I got family stuff going on this weekend, and I had a deal last night, and I didn't get a chance really to watch much of it. I I saw The only play I saw was D.K. Metcalf running away from the defense in the first half. Um, But I know things got better because I saw the score this morning. Yeah, that was a good
3: win. Cowboys have uh, not played exactly a... uh, a tough stretch the last four. We were talking about this earlier. But uh, coming up, it, uh, it's going to get a little tougher for the Cowboys. Got the Eagles on the way, but they play the Bills. Uh, they got the Dolphins coming up in this stretch. They end the season with the Commanders, but they got five games left, and four of them are going to be really hard.
4: You know, the NFL, you know, just kind of the way it's set up, I mean, you're going to go through weeks where you play teams that don't have great records. Um, you know, this is... Uh, when you really look at the National Football League, there, there, you know, there's never more than just a few teams that, you know, really have the, I mean, the scout records. You know, where you only lose two or three games in an entire year. Um, there are a lot of teams out there. I guess with 17 games now, there's going to be a lot of 11 and six teams that are good teams, 10 and seven teams that are good teams. Uh, but there are also teams out there that um, are good enough to beat you because they're pro football teams, but Yeah, they've kind of gone through a stretch where they've not played a murderer's row. Um, These other teams are going to be better. And um, I just kind of get the sense that, um, you know, with 17 regular season games now, I don't put as much into it as I once did. I think the playoffs are even, um, you know, I'm not saying I don't pay attention until then, But I do think that with a 17-game season, there's going to be an habit of flow for everybody.
1: It's football season at your neighborhood Buffalo Wild Wings. And with 64-inch TVs, beer, burgers, and, you know, wings, Buffalo Wild Wings is the best choice to watch the big game. So bring the gang and join us this football season at your local Buffalo Wild Wings in Bryant, Little Rock. Sherwood, Conway, Jonesboro, and Fort Smith. Buffalo Wild Wings, beer, wings, sports, and your home for any game. Roar!
0: You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics.
3: All right, your hog update brought to you by Mr. Sparky. And we're going to start with breaking news that happened just minutes ago while we were visiting with Chuck. Football Scoop, who is one of the leading authorities when it comes to coaching searches and moves by coaches, both head coaches and assistant coach moves around the country, is reporting this morning that Cody Kennedy, Arkansas's offensive line coach, is on the move and headed to Mississippi State to take the same spot on Jeff Lebby's staff. Big C, that happened uh, about less than a half hour ago or so. Yeah, I think we all kind of n- at least hoped it would happen,
5: <laughs> and we knew it should happen. We just were kind of like, all right, when's it going to happen? And so today's the day. Yeah, we'll
3: talk more about this with Clay coming up, but Cody Kennedy, according to Football Scoop, is on the move to Mississippi State. We'll have more on that coming up as well. Other hog headlines today. Uh, volleyball action for the first time since 2006 will be on campus tonight for postseason volleyball at Barnhill Arena. Arkansas, who's the number nine team of the country, a three seed in uh, the uh, NCAA bracket. Uh, we'll take on Stephen F. Austin and the Jacks tonight. This is set up similar to baseball, where you got a regional and then a super regional. They'd have to go on and play Nebraska in a super regional type setup, who's, uh, I think, the number one seed overall in the country. Arkansas received that three seed in the tournament after a 25 and five season. Seven o'clock tonight at Barnhill Arena. TCU and Florida State will face off at 4.30. Uh, the winners of those games will advance and play each other as well. Speaking of uh, the Razorbacks, last night we were speaking a, min- a minute ago about this with Chuck. Uh, Arkansas women's basketball went on the road with a huge win uh, on the road last night at Florida State. Uh, Talia Scott had 24 points. Poffenbarger had 23 rebounds. Big night, big C for uh, for Saylor. Uh, program high uh, and an individual uh, rebounding record with 23 in a game. Yeah, anytime you can go on the road and get a win against an
5: ACC team and they were ranked 15th. That, that, that shows you got some uh, talent on that team and Talia Scott, obviously leading the way there. She's been a force
3: for the lady backs. I hope they can continue, continue this. Yeah. Um, so big win against a top 15 team. Arkansas now 7-1 and one with the upset of the now 5-2 and two, uh, Florida State Lady Seminoles in the ACC-SEC Challenge. All right, that's your Hog Update. It is brought to you by Mr. Sparky. Again, headline this morning, breaking just minutes ago, footballscoop.com reporting Cody Kennedy leaving Arkansas as the offensive line coach and headed to Mississippi State to join Jeff Lebby's staff. All right, that's your Hog Update, and it's brought to you by Mr. Sparky.
8: You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call Ain't 8
3: sparky We welcome in the Fence Man. Sean's here on a football Friday. Sean, how you doing?
6: Man, we are doing awesome at the Fence Man.
3: We were talking about the roller coaster we've all been on this week. Hogs lose to Missouri. Seems like uh, we're just doomed for a dreadful future of football. And then Bobby Petrino's announced as your OC. That lifted spirits. Arkansas beats Duke. Uh, it's been a it's been a wild week. I, I've I've found the conversations you know here on the air and just you know bellying up to a bar stool or whatever at the bar, uh, just listening to people talk this week. It's it's been an interesting week to say the least.
6: It has been very challenging for everybody, but you know I think it's it's the spark of a bright new future. I think a lot of people have the confidence uh, in Mr. Petrino, so uh, I think. Him and Pittman are just gonna make a
3: great team and we're gonna see some good stuff next year. Yeah, I hope so. So all right, well the reason you're doing all this, you hope to be playing on this weekend in the near future. I mean, it's college football championship weekend.
6: Well, I mean that's what you work so hard for. I right. mean these guys put in so much time in the spring and then they you know, they fight, you know, ten ten to eleven games during the season to try to get to the stage here. And uh, they they deserve it. Our our hog nation deserves it. So next year we should be there.
3: All right, let's take a look at the scores, and we'll get into our fenceman Friday picks. I see why Ty's not been reading the scoreboard lately. Why is that? I, I haven't been over in this chair. Usually, this is Ty's responsibility. <laughs> He's been skirting that. I I think I know why now. I'm in the lead. He's not. Well, we've known you've been in the lead. It's You're, by three, and by Ty's three. not here. So we're gonna we're gonna grow that lead today because that's <laughs> that's been his rule. Of, <laughs> Kraft was out, so he doesn't get it. You know, it's like incomplete. You know, at school, you don't get no work. So one hundred four, one hundred four, one hundred one, and Chuck at ninety eight, and the Fence Man at ninety six. Let's get into it on a football conference championship weekend. It's our Fence Man Friday picks.
0: Fence Man Friday picks. Call the Fence Man for all kinds of fences, controlled access, and custom iron projects. 479 782 3936. The Fence Man. We ain't afraid of no work. All right,
3: we'll start with the Pac 12 championship game, which is tonight. You can watch it on ABC. It's pitting number five, Oregon, against number three, Washington. Oregon favored on the Bet Saracen app by nine and a half. Oregon's eleven and one. Their loss was to Washington. Washington's twelve and zero. Kinda seems backwards, but you know. Wow. These odds makers know what they're talking about. What are they seeing we're not? Uh that's my I mean he's got my eyebrows raised. So uh which way are you going? You going with Oregon? Who's, I, uh it's Oregon minus ten. I'm a Ducks fan. But I'm going to go the other way. Oregon minus 10 is what it says right here. No, uh-uh. No, Washington's going to take them. All right, so uh fence man's got to Washington. I'm going to – this thing's – I mean, I think if it's my own money, I just stay away. Something, something's up that we don't know. Something don't make sense to me. But uh, I'm with you. Washington and 10 points, nah, i would be too hard to turn They're down. They're playing at the Ducks home? Uh, no, that is – let's see. Where, well, I just clicked on this. Sorry. Where are they playing this game at? I should know that, but I'll I don't. Get it. It. I got it right here. Uh, this game is going to be played at Allegiant Stadium in uh, Vegas, so okay. in independent area. Yeah, well, and most of these, most of these uh, conference champions, For a while, they did not do that because uh, the Pac twelve could could <laughs> do it, but they were playing it like Friday. They play some of their games like three o'clock in the afternoon here, you know, yeah. or their or their time five o'clock here. It's just goofy what they've done in the past. So this year's been a better year and a banner year, honestly, uh, when you consider. You, usc and and ucla leaving their conference early and all that's going on so all right sec championship game i think maybe the, the second most interesting game bama and georgia georgia favored by five and a half this game's in atlanta tomorrow afternoon on cbs who you got between bama and georgia georgia laying five and a half
6: nah georgia's gonna georgia it's gonna be tight i okay. don't i don't think it, that's it i think it'll be like by a field go i think it's gonna be right down to the wire and one of them going to end up with a field goal, but I think Georgia's going to win it. So you taking Bama in the points or Georgia? Uh, Georgia's going to – Georgia, and they're going to beat them. Okay. Well, maybe on the points.
3: Okay. All right. I'm going to take I, – I, I'm with you. Georgia wins the game. It's close. Right. So I'm taking Bama in the points, but a Georgia win straight up. Oklahoma State and Texas. Now, if you're a Bama fan, you want to root hard for Oklahoma State because if Texas loses and Bama wins, that probably opens a path that uh, – that you need. Texas favored by 14 and a half on the bet And app. You going hook them horns or uh, go pokes? Go pokes. Go pokes. Oklahoma <laughs> State. 14 and a <laughs> half a lot. Oklahoma State's had some bad moments this year. Mm-hmm. Texas often spits the bit in a moment like this. There's no way to root for Texas. We'll take, uh, I'll take Oklahoma I State. Just, you can't do Texas. i can't I'm do sorry. Texas. Yeah. That burn orange is... Uh, go pokes. <laughs> All right. The tightest line of the championship games is in the ACC. Louisville and Florida State. Florida State... Favored by a point and a half. Wow, that's tight. hmm that, Louisville that, just got upset in their uh com was it the Commonwealth Cup. Um, what do they call between Louisville and uh-oh. Kentucky? Florida State.
5: You don't you rarely see a team win by one point.
3: <laughs> I mean I mean That's I, why I,
5: it's one and a half.
3: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I like the, and, I've always wondered how they come up you, with hey, half a point. I'll tell you, right? that, you never <laughs> and you never him win by one and a half. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> So you going to uh, Florida State? Florida State.
2: Yep.
3: We've talked throughout the morning, Clay, about just kind of the roller coaster over the last seven days. You know, fans in general didn't seem to have much hope after that Missouri game and the way it ended. I, I'll be honest, it didn't seem like the program had a lot of um, hope about where they were headed. They knew they had this NIL project. They knew the phone calls that the people at the foundation had, had gotten. They knew what the future of um, ticket sales were probably going to be after a four and eight year and the way it ended with Missouri and then... You turn all that around, and seems like you got a not just a, a major jolt would be an understatement with the hiring of Bobby Petrino. It's been a then you beat Duke. I mean, it's just been a roller coaster of a week. I don't think it's the wildest week we've ever covered here, but Clay, it's been a it's been a wild week of of, of pretty big headlines.
9: Yeah, I spoke to a group yesterday in Fayetteville called the old-timers sports club are you the <laughs> no, founding member no I, i'm i was the kid i'm in sorry as a low blow i was the i was the kid you could say old farts and i'd be, be all
3: right deduct a point from his card that was a low yeah. blow i
9: was below the belt but you know woody bassett asked me to come speak and yeah uh about 40 45 people they they meet Regularly, mm-hmm. and and they've had some great speakers. Not yesterday, uh, but <laughs> well, you said that. But, but anyway, Woody told me he said, "Don't worry about what you say; they won't remember this tomorrow." <laughs> That's not nice either. But anyway, well, so what'd you tell them? Well, I mean, it, what I, let me just start by this: is I've never seen more Razorback gear, and the Razorbacks weren't playing yesterday, but everybody's pumped, and. They got a question on on how it's going to work, and you know that's yet to play out. You, you heard a little bit yesterday. Uh, after that, I went to the press conference with, you know, with Bobby and Sam, yeah. and and you could see they're they're on the same page, and and it was it's also clear that's the second time I've heard Bobby explain that Jimbo made him you know go with his system, you know, yeah, words? Yeah. yeah, and so you got a glimpse of that. And then the very first scrimmage it was like I had to get up at two AM just to yeah. get a playlist together and be able to, you know, say it right. Well that's not what you want. And so that kinda that gives you the idea of what parameters Bobby was under, which everybody kinda thought that Jimbo still kinda had the reins and that to me looks like it was the case. Yeah, uh, I think I think Bobby, first of all, he he uh, doesn't like the nil. No coach does, and I think that the idea of him being the offensive coordinator, not a head coach, is is very appealing to him right now. It has been probably for several years. That it, and you know, I've heard people that have been head coaches, and they go back uh, to be you know a coach in the meeting room and on the field. That that's the purest part of the you know, the yeah. coaching
3: job, and they like it he talked about being a teacher being being back in the classroom and that's what he liked about the last year time, and, Yeah,
9: instead instead of scrambling for 30 minutes to get things ready you know to go to practice because he's been dealing with all you know, he's dealing with discipline he's dealing with you know whatever might be going wrong or you know he's doing speaking engagements you know he's got the SCC media call you have got your press conference on Monday you know you got all those things and Yeah, Bobby really liked all that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm being sarcastic. I know he didn't. None of them do. Uh, And Bobby did it well, but he he didn't want any of that stuff. And I don't think that, that, you know, and I've heard people say, yeah, this will be three games in and then Sam will be gone and this will be the Danny Ford deal. No. It's not going to happen that way. I mean, I I wouldn't say never because, you know, we all learn don't ever say never. Yeah. Yeah, just look at this week. So,
3: yeah. Hey, what do you think out there? We're going to go open up the McClarty Daniel hotline here in just a second because uh, we hadn't, hadn't been able to do that in the last hour. Or so 877-377-6963. We got Philip and Benville. We'll go to him in a minute, but there's an open line for you. You can call or text, and we'll uh, we'll get to that in just a minute. So you are in the room. Give me the feel and the read for the room. You said they're on the same page. I heard you asking. Uh, some very good questions yesterday uh, throughout the press conference. What were uh, what was your read on the room yesterday? As as Bobby saw some old familiar faces, just like yours, uh, in the audience asking the questions. Yeah, he
9: was he was smooth. Uh, seemed like he was well prepared. He he had good answers. Uh, he seemed like uh, that he he uh, he knows where he's been. He knows what's happened. And he's you know, he wants to make amends. And that wasn't addressed so much as it was at David Basil's touchdown club, but you know, you have that information and then you see kind of the follow up, you know, on the oh you know, on the interview that Bo and, and Zimmerman did with him mm-hmm. the night before and then this one and you just kinda of link it all together and it matches up. And uh Yeah, I wanted to know what they had talked about on the field before the game because you know that I'm talking about two years ago. And Sam says it was about recruiting and the way they had handled things here when he was here, uh how they recruited Arkansas, you know, some logistics things that he wanted to understand. And here's what you know Sam needs another guy. We all do. We we all need somebody that we can call uh you know, it's kinda funny, uh you know, Woody Bassett. You know, was there at the at that meeting that I spoke to yesterday? And, and you know, he was my personal attorney, knew me real well, knew my family. And there were times when you know, I needed I needed to call him, and I needed to you know, when I was at a crossroads, and when you're at a crossroads, mm-hmm. whether it be with a player, a discipline. You know, you keep this guy on the team. You give him another chance. You know, is it? How does this work out with you, Bobby? How? how what? What's been your experience? And he had that guy with with uh, Barry Odom. But you know, this is a guy that's had even more experience. He was a coordinator in the SEC twice. You know, I I think everybody forgets he was also a coordinator at Auburn. Uh, he was a coordinator with Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, you know, he's a head coach briefly at Atlanta. You know. He, Head coach at uh, Western Kentucky, Louisville twice, Missouri State, coordinator at Texas A M. He's got vast experience. He, you know, he's lined up against, you know, the top coaches. He he knows uh, how to, you know, come up with a practice schedule. You know what works, what doesn't work. When you need to change it, so that and then the in game management. I mean, he'll be
3: invaluable, in my opinion. Yeah. Before we head to the phones, Clay, it's December the first. Where the hell has the year went? I mean, it is the la- the first day of the last month of the year. And I just look at it in my computer, and it is eight ten, and right below it says twelve one twenty three. Where has this year went? Yeah, Tommy, I, you know I'm going to, you know,
9: say something about you, and I can tell you why you feel that way is because every time that I talk to you, your day's jammed up, and when you have Full days, and I and I don't mean just work. I'm talking about family. You know, going to watch football practices. Mm-hmm. Then you've got then you're you're riffing games. Uh, you're you're putting out fires. You know, you got studios in Fort Smith. You got studios in Springdale. Got tie. That's, you know, that, yeah, and <laughs> and that's. That's how the year goes real fast, Tommy. Yeah, I'm, just I'm just telling you, telling and that's one by. of the. That's one of the reasons. And I understand perfectly what Bobby's done, and why he wanted to do it. You know, when he was head coach at Missouri State, you know, he agreed to take a job at UNLV that wasn't really different in pay. Now it was different when he went to Texas A&M and Arkansas, but that UNLV offensive coordinator job. It wasn't a one point three million dollar job. He he wanted out of all the crap. And that's what I did two years ago. And I don't want to go back. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, I I'm not retired, but I'm doing I'm doing the fun jobs. And that's and Bobby's doing the fun jobs now.
3: Yeah. I'm not in, retired, I'm just tired. <laughs>
4: so, <laughs> that's
3: where. I'm There's at. some truth to it. Yeah, there is. All right, let's go to the phone lines. The McClarty Daniel hotline is open. We got a line open for you right now. if you want to jump in with me and Clay? 877-377-6963. Six locations in Springdale and in Bentonville. A good deal is never too far away. They're always online at mcclartydaniel.com. Phillips in Bentonville. Philip, good morning.
8: Good
3: morning,
2: guys. Hey, I read an article and I wanted to get y'all's opinion on it. You know, there was an article about how they 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 got Bobby here and they were they got him on a loophole. They got him in on a loophole and I and I read the article and I thought it was very interesting. That, you know, there was a I guess a deal with the U of A that if someone got fired with cause they were not rehirable, but then they went back and I think in two thousand nineteen and remodified it. You know, how much did going off of that, it had to have approval from one of the presidents of the Razorback, the U of A as a whole, how much did your Check, you know, politic and how much did behind the scenes stuff yeah. went on to bring him in that not everybody knows about?
3: Yeah. Thanks for uh, the call, Philip. But my it's my understanding that, you know, this went all the way to uh to, to Bobbit at the very top of the food chain. And um so it passed by several desks, I'm sure, Clay. On its, uh, you know, Hunter had to be on board. Chancellor Robinson had to be on board. They're sticking their necks out to some degree. Uh, when you got to go to your boss's boss to get something uh, like this done, um, there's other people with skin in the game, I'd say.
9: Yeah, the key part about everything is the people that had a problem with Bobby the first time, they're gone. They're, they're not in the room. I mean, it's uh, you know, whether it's John Fagg. You know, he's, I think he's an AD at Texas Arlington. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Long's retired in North Carolina. Uh, you know, there's a lot of those people. New chancellor. I mean, and this chancellor was here before, he, he was a faculty member. Um, but it, it's, I think it's, it's that's a notable part of what's happening here is that, that, that you know, there's not anybody, you know, Hunter check doesn't have a problem with it. Obviously, Chancellor Robinson doesn't have a problem with it. And and I I think that real quickly, I think President Bobbitt—that's who he asked. You know, or y'all. You know, what, what do y'all think? What's the board going to think?
3: Yeah. Well, the board of trustees. What would they think of? Because um, trust me. They, if it blows yeah, up he, and it he goes works wrong, for the board right, he, he works it, for the board yeah. it blows up and it goes wrong then you know that's when the prop well we were you know you know the, the opinions may change at that point but um i think there's also in that the reality of hey you know the way things ended if we don't have some kind of boost some kind of shot in the arm with they understand this Nil program that was rolling out and the fans support that 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 you needed, which requires hope yep. on the fans for hope for the future. They understand ticket sales, so let's let's not all be kumbaya uh, and sit around the campfire and understand that hey, there's some financial. It's a reasoning. business decision. It's a business decision. That's the best way to sum it up. This was a business decision uh, because a lot of people that had said, "I'm dumb, not going to buy tickets." Um, they would follow through with that. Now uh, you know what Bobby Petrino back. I think I'll hang in here for at least another year.
9: Yeah, it's what was really interesting to me is at the basketball game the young people. Uh, guess how old they were when this happened. <laughs> well, my, they so, were in elementary school. If if they uh, don't remember, they don't care. They all they know that what they saw. Uh, you know they've heard their parents and their grandparents talk about how good the offenses were, and then they saw it two years ago when Missouri State came in here and threw the ball around, you know, the park. Mm-hmm. You know, got that fourth down open when the guy's running free. So it's like, hey, we want some of that. That's that's fun. And, uh, you know, I, probably, there probably had to be somebody a little older than them tell them to print up those T-shirts, be
3: MFB <laughs> pee yeah you know what it is yeah, and then how about how about sam yesterday well we we're trying to figure out what that meant <laughs> come on now i mean well i think bobby
1: don't told don't pee, him don't
3: pee on my leg and tell me it's raining yeah, you Bob,
9: know <laughs> yeah well i think bobby if there were any questions bobby quickly told him
3: everybody knows what that means yeah
9: come uh, on now yeah so it, it's uh but you know back to the board tommy that's changed you know the, the yeah. some of the guys that were on the board they've fallen off. I mean, I I think maybe four. So
3: you know that you know it was every, a long time ago. Is the bottom yeah, line? What? It, and it, we all deserve
9: some grace and so forgiveness. Somebody explained to me soccer, and I'm trying to watch it, and trying to figure it out. And this this old head said it's about it's about time and space. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? He says, you know, you have to have time to operate, and you have to have space. And time changes from one game to another. It changes from one year to the next. How those players play. This was about time and space. It's a different time. It's a different space. Every, you know, everything is different. The, you know, Bobby's like, I got to figure out how to get my way around Fayetteville. I got to figure out, you know, what's happened different on on campus. And and I guess the point of all that, there's been time, and you know, it's, yeah, you know, I. I hope my wife's not listening, but I think she's getting ready to go go to Fayetteville, send it back. But it, it maybe somebody listening will tell her this, but, you know, when I asked her out, that was the perfect timing. I can go into the details, but if I'd asked another time, I probably wouldn't even have got, you know, got her on the phone. But that was the perfect timing, and I was told that. So it's about timing, yep. and it's about space.
3: Well, and, I mean, if Jimbo Fisher doesn't get fired at A&M... I, that, It it doesn't work out because, I mean, my my conventional thought would be Bobby would still be there as the OC or perhaps a head coach at a... a, a, Mike Yelko might have wanted him. Yeah, yeah I mean... Everything had to be right. Yeah, you're exactly right. All right, let's go to uh, Brian, who's in Greenwood, home of the Bulldogs, playing for a state championship. Brian, you're on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Good morning.
7: Yes, sir. Last night when I got home, I went home and watched that press conference. And I feel like I watched something totally different than what maybe everybody else saw. But looking at the body language and the way he answered those questions, you know, Trey Diddy, I guess, had asked, uh, Do you have a relationship with Trino? He's like, No, I don't. I said a few words to him after the Missouri State game. Then they were like, Well, was he ever on your radar? If he had a, you know, if he he could come open, would you want him on your staff? Well, no, he was never really on my radar. Well, how'd y'all? find out about each other. Well, I got a text from his agent, and then we kind of went from there. And then he says, well, the hair on my neck never stood up, you know, blah, blah, blah. But he felt like he had that bulldog demeanor, like he lost a football game, instead of being happy, excited, jovial with that big smile. Then you go over to Bobby Petrino, and he's excited, he's got that smile on his face, like he won a football game, and, uh, you know, the back of the, the hair on the back of his neck stood up. But It just didn't come across to me like like Pittman was excited enough yesterday, maybe about the hire, or maybe he had some different thoughts. But to to say Petrino was never on his radar, he didn't think about it, he's never had a conversation with him, and all of a sudden now he's a new O.C., I felt like that was kind of forced on Sam. I don't feel like that was a decision that he made, at least based on the way his demeanor was in the press conference yesterday.
3: All right, Brian, uh, thanks for the call. Clay, you were in the room. What was your read? I thought Sam,
9: he came... And, and first of all, what you see is snippets. He came in the room with Bobby, smiling ear to ear, you know, at the basketball game, the people that were in the in the box with him. I mean, there was a picture where Bobby's distracted and looks like he's looking away. Everybody said, oh, he's not happy. He's looking away. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, you could probably film, you know, and snap it for – 45 seconds and everything changes from one second to the next he asked bobby to go to the game wanted to show him off that's knew what, what the, yeah. yeah and i i think that uh my i didn't get that feeling i think if you got that feeling that's probably way, the way you want to view it and I, I do not think that's the case and uh I think Sam's pretty tired right now, and he's pretty tired of losing. He yeah. wants somebody to help him win.
3: Yeah, and I, I think that's exactly why I brought him in, and it it certainly has energized a fan base that seemed hopeless just days ago and now there seems to be a lot of energy and excitement
8: and his his team that's exactly right this podcast has been presented by bet online
0: this podcast is an exclusive property of pearson broadcasting it may not be copied reproduced modified published uploaded reposted transmitted or distributed in any way without pearson broadcasting's prior written consent